the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Hang on, I got to plug Calvin in. We were supposed Woo-hoo! to. We were supposed to charge him overnight. <laughs> there we go. Calvin is now plugged. Plugged in. All right. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, the recently plugged in Dr. Calvin Finch. And uh, your calls at 210-308-8867. It's a nice day out here at Millburgers, a little cooler than we expected it to be. But um, wear a coat, yeah, just a sweatshirt, yeah. And you'll be you'll be plenty comfortable. So uh, anyway, so some people in short sleeves. Yeah, like that gentleman is in a short. Whoops, sorry, that gentleman is in a short sleeve shirt. So. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm trying to figure out. I was gonna. All right, I'll figure it out. <laughs> All right, but um, I've been answering questions for thirty yeah, minutes. Yeah, we, we've been admiring you. Uh, yeah, you've been working. <laughs> you want to talk about some of those questions? No. David Rodriguez uh, is here, and he's uh, doing he? his presentation. Yeah, uh, Charles said he had a nice he, crowd. He can't be. Con- yeah, I was wondering what this big crowd was. That couldn't, yeah, couldn't be David attracting that crowd. Yeah. By the way, the nursery is absolutely gorgeous, uh, with lots of fall, lots, lots of fall, lots of spring color. Um, petunias, yeah, the petunia hanging baskets. We see and those. Bougainvilleas are the showstopper. Yeah, which ones are those? <laughs> are they the ones with the lots of different colors there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the tomato selection still good. Yeah, nice big plants. Yeah. Even in the smaller containers. I went ahead and got uh, my tomatoes that I'm going to plant. Of course, I I d- decided I was just going to have 15 because yeah, I, I don't need I don't need 24 tomatoes. Uh. <laughs> of course, when I finished my selection process, I had more than 15. Uh. <laughs> you got to have the, you got to have the new rodeo tomatoes. There you go. And it's hard, you know, all these years of faithful service, celebrity, Valley Cat. Yeah. And, of and of course, Tycoon. You had Tycoon? Yeah. And then, uh, that's then uh, BHN 968. The only one I didn't, that's I, did, nematodes, I didn't find any Ruby Crush. But Milton thinks he's... I thought I saw some. You should send one of the guys or gals out to kind of look for it for you. Uh, he's already got his 15. Oh, you're not going to get Ruby Crush now because you got your 15? Well, I probably will. Uh, if I see. It. <laughs> I bet we can move him up to 20, Milton. 
Wow, you think? All right, yeah. is that the goal? Don't tell yeah. him. Let's see if he walks out of here with 20 today. <laughs> hey, you what know, when, oh. when you uh, get up in the morning when it's 50 degrees like this, it seems pretty cold. I, uh, I was thinking I might be ready to plant some tomatoes. Yeah. But it makes me nervous that the yeah. temperature is cool. And of course, that cold wind and then the soil, I, I don't don't think it's really warmed up. Uh, so yeah, the I, wind gonna, is a real problem. I'm going to uh, wait a little while. Uh, I've got a few of my uh, rodeo tomatoes, though, that I've potted up, and they're, they're pretty large, yeah, so I don't... I don't want to wait too long. Hey, want to say hi to Tony, uh, who's listening to the show for the first time. He said he would be listening today. So, Tony, if you're listening, uh, stop listening to OnStar and start listening to us. Uh, <laughs> and you can give us a call with your gardening questions at 210-308-8867 over countywide. Tony, oh, Tony okay. works at Countywide. So, okay. Yeah. So, uh-oh. Mary's like throwing us under the bus saying, go talk to those guys. So, yeah, he's, he's driving home. <laughs> But anyway, so, uh, hi, Tony. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. We got a, um, the, uh, uh, email, well, a text question. So, Karen called, Karen works over at the Tobin Library. She's got a presentation tomorrow on the tomato hornworm. Okay. And she's wondering if we have one. <laughs> no. No, okay. Uh, or if we knew and could tell her more about the tomato hornworm. It's a hornworm that gets on the uh, <laughs> tomatoes, <laughs> and it's got a horn. They're and eat, eat, it'll eat a plant overnight. Oh, okay. That's and they're, good. And they're remarkably, they hi- can hide for being finger-sized. Oh, yeah. Because, I, I, you know, I've done this, and I, I've d- done it with other gardeners. And oh, say, yeah. I've searched and searched, and I don't see what's eating it. <laughs> and then, of course, you go you go find it. It's It'll be behind, right in front of you. Yeah, face. hiding behind the stem. So they, they are uh, uh, pretty... They're not... They generally... I don't... You don't get an epidemic of them. Do you? No. Usually you get... Yeah. Uh, one plant gets it, and then uh, then you look and look and look and find it. BT does it, but by the time you uh, discover it, the BT is kind of late. Is the tomato hornworm the one that looks all nasty and ugly and mean? And people will call us. I know yeah. and say they've got that they'll, nasty, they'll, mean looking Really? Act like they're going to fight you. Oh, okay. Well, she's actually, uh, Barry texted back and said the next week is the hornworm presentation. Oh, okay. So if anybody... uh, I think they're... uh, If you got one, you can bring it to the Tobin. Do you remember what Library on Harry Worsby. Ask for Karen. Just put in a jar with some holes so it can breathe. (laughs) (laughs) So that'll be a little trouble to find one right now. Oh. Yeah, yeah. They're not active right now? Well, they don't like this cool weather, man. And there's no tomatoes out there. Wimpy. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) The adult is a moth, isn't it? Sphinx moth? Oh, really? Yeah, and it's a... Oh, cool. We've seen those. Pretty attractive. Yeah. Yeah, those are neat. But at night, usually, you'll see it. In the evening. I think uh, she needs to get the she needs to get a write up from the insect. Maybe she's done this already, but from yeah. the, uh, the insect books do a pretty good job. Oh, okay. Well, she's at a library, so that should be. It might be a book like <laughs> Probably that. Probably maybe a book, a book there. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. It looks like David's presentation may have let out because I see lots of people walking with uh, 
pieces of paper and uh, they up and they're all over the uh, the vegetables. So and the tomatoes so and the tomatoes. Yeah, you know what else? What the mo- We saw the monarchs last week here. Yeah, and the gardeners are seeing monarchs all over. Ooh, are they really? The city, yeah. Plus, they're. I think right out there in front of us, there's some. Uh, oh, it's a milkweed. Tropical milkweed. Cool. Yeah. Good job, Milton. And then I, this looks like that's some uh, mist flower right over there. Yeah. And so we, we can't. Uh, it'll be great when we get uh, Trace's report. See what else he's got. See if we've got any porter weed in yet, or uh, how, how many kinds of uh, uh, milkweed do we have? Because this this is a nice bushy milkweed. This might accommodate if you put these in this might accommodate a uh, uh, monarch butterfly that wants to lay some eggs because I, I as far as i can tell m- most of our milkweeds because of those freezes we had and everything are are not they're not gonna come back huh? not, well i don't know if they are but they do, aren't showing much life at this yeah. point so if, if they do come back they'll be big be, be late yeah so uh, Calvin got a good article in today's paper on uh, oak trees. Well, in other words, how to, how to care, take care of your oak trees and uh, identify the oak wilt. The, uh, they've got pictures of the uh, of leaves in, on that front page of the uh, my, uh, section C. And uh, if if they don't take the paper, how can they see see the damage, Milton? How can they see the damage? Yeah, if they don't take the paper. How can they see Calvin's article? Yeah, no. Oak damage, the oak wilt damage. The leaves. Oh. TexasOakWilt.org. Thank you. I didn't know where you were going. <laughs> you seemed like you were setting me up, and it was like, I don't remember where he's going with it. Uh, but yeah. that's a great web page, and they got a lot of pictures over there. And, it's uh, out of A&M. It's a very distinctive pattern. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I mean, it'll yeah, well, I mean, the, the, the leaves there are less distinctive yeah, than, than I've seen it. Oh, wow. I've seen it really distinctive. Yeah, there's one There's one right here at the bottom that uh, uh-huh. shows the pattern. And uh, as Mark, uh, Mark Peterson, I think, was last weekend that was here, we were talking about it. The only other thing that makes that same symptom is, uh, in our experience, is uh, lightning. Yeah. If a tree yeah. gets hit by lightning, you'll you'll see that uh, that uh, orange and yellow along the veins instead of in between the veins. It's pretty distinctive. If you ever see it, you'll uh, you know that it's something different. Um, it says. And then, and then he has to get into the controversy. Oh, no. Don't be deceived by claims that oak wilt is a disease that can be prevented or treated by applications of organic material such as cornmeal and extra water. If you don't prevent it by painting the wounds and avoiding infected firewood, trenching is the only way to stop the disease. Now, have you consulted with the experts on that, Calvin? Yeah, well, just the experts, the professors from A&M and the researchers in Oak Wilt. Uh, what do they know? Come on. What do they know? 
<laughs> in fact, we had one on there. We had a really nice uh, a discussion uh-huh. with, uh, what, help me on his name. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Of course, of course he, he, he quoted Dr. Apple. Yeah. Dr. Apple is the uh, premier authority in Texas on oak wilt. Well, nationally, he's one of the top nice. authorities, too. Was and, it Hausman? Does that sound right? Yeah. Uh, okay. But what I was trying to think of the first. Yeah. Joe or. Oh, his first name. Yeah. Okay, I'll find it. But, uh, yeah, it was a good discussion. And, of course, we we would love to find different ways to uh, treat that disease. But so far, uh, nothing has been uh, nothing has been effective other than the. The trenching, and you can protect individual trees with the propiconosol or Elmo fungicide treatments, but it's not a simple thing. It's yeah. Well, some tree tree services do that. Oh yeah, they're certified. They can do it. Uh, you, it's a injection into the root flares. Yeah. Now the problem is it doesn't stop the spread of the disease, but it protects that individual yeah. tree. If you got a big specimen tree in the front yard, or yeah. Uh, in your landscape and, and it, you don't want to lose. It's worth spending the $300 to save a $10,000 tree. Oh, sure. yeah. At least a $10,000. Well, and that, that our our uh, speaker, we were trying to think of his name yeah. from A&M, uh, the one real point he really emphasized is that oak wilt and Dutch elm disease are two two diseases uh, that... It doesn't matter if the what growing conditions the oaks are in. In fact, if they're in great soil, growing at a high rate, they may be more susceptible than they are if they're Jim. If they're in a in a uh, Jim Jim Hauser. Yeah, they may be more susceptible than they are if they're stressed. Most plant diseases are uh, <clears throat> the plant becomes more susceptible if it's stressed, but these. That, those particular diseases, the, the it's not a factor. If you're gonna, if they're if they're in the way of the disease, if they've got access to those spores on fresh wounds, um, yeah, they're good. Their pot- potential is there for them to to get the disease. And the reason we're talking about it a lot lately is that uh, this is the time of the year. Oh, really? Yeah, that we see the disease, and it's been kind of a we haven't seen a lot of action the last three or four years. Yeah. But uh, I think we've had rain. Oh, you think that helps? Eh, I mean, uh, it uh, have the... recovery of the... They don't recover. They just live through it. Okay. Huh. If they have, once they get oak wilt. But does the rain keep the well, no, spores down? Or it the doesn't little... stress them. But it's Little it's bugs. a disease. Oh. Oh. But it's a disease. If you have a droughty period, you don't see the disease either. Huh. And then so it just whatever that combination of weather we've had, mm-hmm. uh, we just haven't seen a lot of uh, action. And act. Mark Peterson has uh, got the front over there. It used to be the our area foresters now at San Antonio Water System. He's he's pretty much. Uh, in contact with the, the active uh, disease uh, locations in, in, in and around San Antonio. Yeah, and if you're in a new subdivision uh, that's been graded off and everything, you've got big live oaks there. 
a lot of people buy their houses uh well that adds to the cost of the landscape uh, of the house uh a big oak tree in the front yard but the problem with that is uh they have to grade to build the houses you know they're with bulldozers and they compact the root system or either cover the root system up with a lot of soil which which uh eventually kills the tree five or six years later it will kill the tree and uh it will resemble oak will yeah, potentially could kill it yeah but but, uh, but the thing about live oaks they're much less susceptible they'll yeah. they'll put up uh, you know when i was lived out of villages of west creek that some of the outrageous things they did in terms of <laughs> you know oaks six foot off the ground with a flagstone yeah uh 20 foot uh area to to keep the root zone in i said oh, that that thing's going to be dead in a year yeah four or five years are still alive they if they don't die they have a tendency to decline to that point where they can whatever their conditions are they can support it and then they may recover yeah i uh, i have some in my neighborhood and a lot are joining me uh, that they removed the builders to make a driveway. They removed eighty uh, percent of the root system. Wow! And I'm talking about three to four feet down. It's not like they missed any. And uh, I put a flower bed there, and water kept it watered, irrigated. And that tree, uh, it for years, it had lost a lot of leaves, but then it, it's come back now. It's reestablished its root system, probably into that flower bed. Now, of course, if you're uh, south of uh, the city and you've got post oaks, uh, all you have to do is kind of drive the pickup truck over the root system one time and (laughs) killed it. Yeah, they're they're not they're not nearly as hardy in in terms of that kind of stress. Anyhow, the the article, yeah, is mostly about the leaves. Yeah. Now the editor made a put a uh, called the leaves fertilizer. Uh, it's a little well, too they strong, kind of. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty strong. You and I have a kind they of have avoid- minerals. Yeah, we and you and I have kind of avoided that. Although I was, uh, where was I? Uh, somebody, I don't know if it was Neil or somebody else was talking about the uh, the fertilization, the nutrient potential of live oak leaves yeah that they're you know that there's some it's like a 60 percent or 70 percent replacement of the nutrients taken up is that right get back yeah so it was you know relatively high um so well in the fa- and the fa- how they perform in the compost pile too indicates that they've they've got uh they've got moisture and they've got the more than their share of the, the usual Nitrogen, yeah, leaves show. They're slow to decompose, but around here, 
Uh, we want something slow yeah. to decompose. Speaking of slow to decompose. Or uh, <laughs> oh, maybe he's already in the state. Somebody <laughs> already slowly decomposing. Well, hey, you want to hang with us a second? got to go to break. You wanna, okay. or yeah, you, yeah. We're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. He does. 210-308-8867. We'll talk to David Rodriguez right after this. Oh, and Stuart, too, after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 in Bolvary Road. And if I sound excited, it's because I am. Millburgers big anniversary celebration is about to begin this Wednesday, and that means great savings and terrific events as Millburgers celebrates its 41st anniversary here in San Antonio. Okay. Let's talk about the savings first, and I'll be honest with you. There are too many things and too many items on sale to talk about in just 60 seconds. So I'm going to suggest you go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more. MillburgerNursery.com. I can tell you about the upcoming event this Saturday over at the nursery. It's March 23rd from 10 to 2. If you want to grow roses in San Antonio, you talk to the experts, the San Antonio Rose Society, and they'll be at Millburgers answering your rose questions from 10 to 2. It's not a seminar. They'll be setting up a table and you come up and ask any question you want about growing roses in San Antonio. For more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com and happy birthday, Millburgers. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour. A tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important Important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. Make 2019 the year you go to the Holy Land. Get complete details and sign up for Stand with Israel 2019 at 930amtheanswer.com. That's 930amtheanswer.com. Are you looking to buy or sell gold and silver in San Antonio? Then I recommend you go see the professionals at Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. Owned and operated by proud American veterans, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange is dedicated to professionalism and your privacy. They order their coins and bullion direct from the trading floor. So you know you're getting the most up-to-date pricing possible when you buy. And when it's time to sell your gold or silver items, they pay top dollar. They also accept and sell Bitcoin and major cryptocurrencies. Call or text the owners, Tony Arterburn and his wife, Melissa, today. Call 888-667-1836 or just go to wisewolfgoldandsilver.com. From bullion to Bitcoin, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. David Rodriguez is up here on the porch with us. How you doing, man? How'd it go? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, went very well. Dave uh, did a presentation, I'm sorry. On, uh, on spring vegetable gardening, yeah. uh, focusing predominantly on tomatoes and uh, the warm weather crops. They have an excellent, excellent inventory of all the different types of uh, tomatoes and uh it's a little bit chilly today, but they got a good crowd out here yeah. at Millburgers, so a lot of pretty, pretty plants over here. So it went well. We answered uh, uh, quite a bit of questions, and, you know, covering the the big 90%, the A on the exam is the uh, right varieties at the right time, sun, spacing, air circulation, proper watering, weed management, nu- proper nutrition. Everything else falls into play, you know. Sounds like typical. a book, doesn't it? Yeah, you got that. Yeah, down, a chapter, right? right chapter. <laughs> that, I'm waiting for him to forget. Uh, uh, that's that typically is uh, the downfall issue that most people have. So, and then we we talked about other crops. Yeah. So what what is your Jerry and I were kind of debating uh, whether the soils too cool still, or we should we can go ahead and plant some t- our tomatoes now. I think the tomatoes are okay. Um, I think if they keep them wrapped, and uh, that should help a little bit more. I think, right? right. With the, uh, and then, and then don't mulch them till it warms up a little bit more. About Mayish, you know, I've been promoting that quite a bit. You know, everybody wants to put mulch. Yeah. Mulch is good. But, you well, know, we spend all these know. years trying to get people to mulch, and now, yeah, well, now we're now we're yeah, getting a little subtle. Timing. We're getting a little yeah, subtle. it's a timing thing. Now move yeah. it away, and then replenish around May. So. I think that's a good instead yeah. of right away. Yeah, so, right. Unless you're planting July and August, you better put that mulch down, you know, for the fall crop. So, well, I, I appreciate it. And it may have been one of your uh, students, but she brought up uh, an H HM eighteen twenty three. Yeah. What's the H- name? And Harris she, what? No, but no, she wanted to know. Moran. Was it dermat? <laughs> was, was it determinate <laughs> or indeterminate? There yeah. you go. And I said, well, it's. It's uh, determinate because it was a rodeo tomato, and anything yeah, they would recommend is, yeah. yeah, bush time. But I, I thought that was a pretty sophisticated yeah, question. question. But you told him the name, right, Calvin? What HM means? No, I just told her it was the same uh, <laughs> company as <laughs> Calvin, the breeder, breeding company yeah. as the, the, the current. Oh, okay. Whoa. okay. What are you whipping me with that? Leaf yeah. burn. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Well, we know it went well because as soon as you got through, we knew you were over because everybody was oh straight rushing. to the tomatoes. They went straight to the tomatoes. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was very cool. Yeah. Okay. So what else is going on over at the extension service that you want to talk about? Well, um, we were talking off off air about the children's garden. They're planting yeah. their second wave of real nice, beautiful gallon uh, tomatoes uh, uh, today, and they're wrapping them. Uh, they got those big cages, wrapping them with the insulate cloth as they did last week, and we're planning a real late planting of uh, Green Magic broccoli, which should, should still head up, uh, since that's why that Green Magic was selected for spring right, right. and fall and winter, so it should head up. And then uh, we'll just keep we'll, atta- attacking we'll, after that. Yeah, well, we need to follow that progress, because we're, that'll be, I guess that'll be weather dependent, too, huh? Yeah, uh, well, it'll be, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll follow up on that. Uh-huh. I, I think the they'll probably, um, nice tight head on it not that big 
but that's probably it. I don't think it's going to have any lateral shoots on right, it. So, so, right. But it'll be an in-and-out plant. Be smaller head yeah. than you had in the fall. So it'll be an in-and-out plant. So uh, so that's going real well. And we're full, uh, Milton, so we're maxed Good. out. And we thank uh, Millburgers as being one of the big sponsors to support the Children's Vegetable Garden Program at the Botanical Garden. And then we have the blog. If you get an opportunity to see the Children's Vegetable Garden Program blog, it's on the homepage of plantanswers.com. So a little story of what the kiddos do every every Saturday. And we tell all these home gardeners that are new to the experience, just do what the kids do. Plant, yeah, the, no, plant the right thing at the right time. The nurseries like Millburgers has the same plant, so it all falls into play there. So. Yeah, you can follow, you know, why recreate? What is yeah. it, what's the expression? So, so I always say, Milton, success. if the, if these eight year olds can do it, so can you, Milton. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. It, 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 yeah, I'm not going to be discouraged. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, Milton, and my stupid strawberry. <laughs> I got one strawberry. strawberry in a container. It was doing well after Jerry said maybe you should fertilize it and give it some he sun. Burned it. <laughs> no. Now there's like something that keeps digging at it uh, in the container. Squirrel? I, is you think dog. it's a squirrel? A damn dog or squirrel? Uh, maybe or it's a squirrel. Cat? Maybe a cat too. Is it a litter box? Is it could be. Because, you should be able to smell it if it's a cat. Uh, I don't think it's a cat. Uh, oh, man. The leaves are now broken. There's a hole in the, in the, uh, oh, a, man. the ground. Yeah. What kind of fertilizer did you use? I just do the the miracle grow, oh, okay. the, the water soluble. Okay. I, I tried copious amounts of osmocote, okay. but Jerry said no. It's not. It need, needs more. Needs it now. Yeah. And it perked up, and then okay. and now the cats have discovered. Oh it. man, sorry. It's not easy being a gardener. <laughs> I right. bet that's squirrel. I bet maybe so. Sorry, that's okay. Well, that's half the fun. The, the cat got a squirrel the other day, so oh, maybe no, maybe there was some revenge in there. Right. Yeah, I know that's not pretty Ooh. either. Uh, Nature is, is nature can be ugly. Too. What's that? He needs to eat too. <laughs> just yeah. just played with it for a while. We have the purple martins just came back a week or so ago at the cool. church garden. Yeah. The the boxes are full. It's amazing how many uh, come back and how many boxes? You, um, how many houses do you? Two have? houses that hold twenty four baby compartments. Wow. So forty eight houses. So forty eight compartments and. Uh, so you're talking about that, and the hawks keep taking them out. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. the but hawks are just. Yeah. You know, well, that's that, the that's circle funny. of life. Sounds yeah. like a nice song. Yeah, you, yeah. Brought, you see it in action. Yeah. It's not so pretty. Yeah. You brought that up because I, I've had Martin stop at my houses three, three or four times, but they haven't stayed so far. And then yesterday we were out watching, and uh, bless, bless our, our our uh, resident uh, Cooper's hawk. Uh-oh. Went banging up against after a sparrow in the Martin house. Oh. Not only that. Oh, the sparrow? He wasn't good at it. So there were no Martins. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> he didn't stop there. He just went to the next Martin house and went banging up against it, too. Mm. Wow. So, so I'm huh. hoping that is not uh, uh, going to prevent me from getting a, a full comp- complement of uh, purple yeah, Martins. It could, it could hurt the, hurt your population. Yeah, they oh. uh, they, they uh, yeah. probably don't like that uh, <laughs> invaders. But uh, John Henry, that does a lot of the purple marn tours at the Botanical Garden, he says when they do uh, autopsies on those Cooper's hawks, the breastbone always has all these little um, uh, cracks in them because they hit every time they take something down, they hit full full force and they've done autopsies on the on the breastbones oh, right? of the hawks and you can see all the the little <laughs> the 
damage have you, have that they've had. Have you actually had. seen them take a uh, No, take he's, a he's oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they hit hard. You've seen the yeah. Martin there, huh? Yeah. This past week, taking two this week. Wow. You know, <laughs> so it's part of life, I guess. But it's they're beautiful birds. I'm glad they come back. It's amazing. They come back between February 12th to February 16th every year. Huh. You know, from Brazil. And they don't get lost, Melton. They don't? <laughs> <laughs> you know it's the same birds each time? Yeah, they come back to the same color. Hey, David. <laughs> hey, it's Ralph. What's going on, Ralph? <laughs> well, they're beautiful birds. Yeah, they're to have them. Oh, they're loud. Too, so. They're fun to watch. They're fun to watch, yeah. Now, they're, 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 they're a little tough on butterflies, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah well, they're they're taking out anything that's flying in their path. You know? Dragonflies. Yeah, dragonflies, butterflies, bees, cool. everything. Yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks, man. Anything else we need to bring Here's up? That's what I saw walking up here, David, from the back. My citrus truck. trees? No, oh. hops. Oh, the hop? Oh, really? Uh, they've got a... Good. Cascade and Sentinel. Yeah, they're yeah. right there in front of the greenhouse. Yes, we uh, collected enough to brew 500 gallons this oh, year, Calvin. Oh, no. Really? Okay, so we're, we're planning to do double that this year, we hope. Just have You better hush. Uh, isn't there a limit? Well, this is commercial. Uh, Not me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll hush. You're right. We'll, we'll keep the rest quiet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeez, Jerry, Ops, I thought you said tops. Uh, tops. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whoops. Uh, uh, wrong, wrong show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the way things change, don't they? Uh, we, no, we, we, back in the old back days. When we were and, pure. Yeah. Uh, beer and wine and. You know, what it's agriculture related. That's yeah. true. Yeah, it's all agriculture related. Yeah. And there's some. Uh, there, there was a John Thomas Wasseed Farmer to go put in a commercial yeah, plant. Three, three acres. Yeah, but wow. they didn't. Yeah, yeah. It's another story. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, thank you, sir. All right, y'all have a wonderful day. You too, man. Thanks and, for coming uh, by. Good See job. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Bye. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Stuart, I know you dropped off, but uh, give us a call, and we'll get you on right now at 210-308-8867. While I talk to you about Spider-Man Pest Control, uh, you got bugs. If it's bugging you, uh, like that squirrel, uh, if you don't have a cat that will go after him for you and seek revenge. There's mosquitoes out there now. Oh, are you getting mosquitoes? All right. Uh, two night two nights ago that that hot day uh, that hot evening. Oh, well it, they it, were oh. yeah, they were hitting and me. Mosquitoes are one of those things that you can count on. And the other thing that you can count on, Segway Time, is Spider Man's into care mosquito trapping system. So it's not a spray. It's something that's working constantly for you. And uh, what it does is basically uh, helps you get rid of those mosquitoes. Uh, they get in the trap. Can you do you want to be on the air? Is that okay? You want to ask Calvin off the air, and then he'll tell us. Well, just real fast. Okay, you go to that. Talk to Calvin. But yeah, so it uh, they get um they go fly in the trap, and then they fly out. The little uh, chemical that they use um, gets on their little feetsies and and stuff, and then they fly out. And that's on their feetsies. <laughs> their feeties. Oh, little feet. Oh, oh. Their little feet. I'm sorry. Uh, yes, I know. As soon as I said it, I knew that was going to be an issue. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, they, uh, they they get on there and spreads that around. When the uh, other mosquitoes land on those leaves and stuff, then they get that on them and it kills them, too. So it's, uh, it's used here at Millburgers. They use it at Disney World very successfully. So that's where they've got to worry about people 
uh, not only because of the chemicals, but they've got to worry about people also with the mosquitoes and getting mosquito bites. They don't want that either. So uh, you can have it in your house. Spider-Man's uh, introduced it to San Antonio uh, last summer and had a big success with it. So call them and learn more. Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control, 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. Or go spidermanpest.com. Go spidermanpest.com. Yeah, uh, Calvin's answering this question. We'll find out. Not everybody wants to be on the air, apparently. Is that right? I don't get it. But yeah, the uh, the the strawberry is pretty much kaput. (laughs) I'm sorry. I I saw it yesterday. There was a leaf broken. And I went, oh, no. I wonder what happened. I thought maybe because of the wind or something. Mm. So I walk over and. There's a hole down. There's a hole. Yeah. And so I fill up the hole and I, you know, and I kind of prop it back up. It looks like all the strawberries are okay. Mm-hmm. And, and to this morning, <laughs> there's another leaf broken Uh-oh. or flattened. This one was kind of flattened. And there was another hole, bigger. And uh, yeah, they. I don't what kind of potting mix did you use? Uh, it, was, it was a little organic, loose potting mix. I wonder if it had bone meal in it. Oh, I don't know. Uh, or something in it that those squirrels wanted in that mix. Maybe so, but they hadn't come out yet. I mean, they haven't bothered it until now. Yeah. Maybe on the sunny days. Because actually it happened that we hadn't had a nice, bright, high-temperature sunny day for a while. They didn't eat the strawberries. They did not eat the strawberries. Huh. The strawberries, but now the strawberries are not ripe yet. Mm-hmm. So they, but they haven't eaten them yet. So, anyway. Calvin's article uh, today mentions the Orchid Show. Yeah. We're going to talk to somebody at 1 o'clock about it, too. Oh, okay. Then I will go into it. No, no, no. It. Go into a little bit. It just, it, uh, it, the show runs from noon to 4 p.m. on Friday, 10 to 6 p.m. March 23rd. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get more details from her. And uh, 10 to 4 on March 24th. Admission is free, but donations are welcome. Uh, There's a lot of things happening here at the nursery. We mentioned uh, in the ad that next week the San Antonio Rose Society will be here. We'll tell you more about that. That next week? Uh, Yes. As a matter of fact, the uh, anniversary starts next Wednesday. Millburger celebrating 41 years. Uh, And... uh, there's lots of things on special, but there's also lots of presentations. The Rose Society, there's a blood drive the next Saturday, and blood, we're going to talk to them, is, again, in critically low demand uh, or in low supply. Uh, so the demand is high, the supply is low. Uh, so they're offering, I know Millburgers is offering their their incentives, uh, the $10 gift card uh, for giving blood or for going through the process. So even if some reason they say no, you'll still get the gift card. Uh, but they've got a uh, gift card from uh, Amazon, too. Oh, great. Uh, that the uh, South Texas Blood and Tissue Center is giving away. I saw that today. Great. And uh, they reminded me to go make your appointment uh, to check it out so that you can come straight in, which I did. And You've I, already made your appointment. I made my appointment. A week ahead of it. Yeah, two weeks ahead. Two weeks ahead. Yeah. Can uh, you do that? Yeah. It's, uh, they, had, uh, they had plenty of appointments, so... And they, they had a listing for Millburger? <coughs> yeah. You go to um, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center uh, website, and they'll say blood drives. And I believe it's separated by, you know, 
you know, make an appointment, and it's separated by blood drives that are on campus, if you will, oh, okay. or like in Millburgers where they're, the, the vehicles are out. Okay. But, uh, yeah, the, and the more people that make their appointments, the more vehicles they'll bring. So, Wow. And we'll talk to them next week and, and find out more about that, too. Okay. So 210-308-8867. Did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? Here, I'll give you the microphone. You'll be on the air, and these guys will be able to help you. What's going on? I have soysia jammer grass in my yard, okay. and it has looked great for 21 years. And in August, my lawn crew scalped it. Oh. And it is not looking good. I see dirt. Yeah, it's very slow to come back. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, all soysias are. Yeah. Well, it's always been beautiful. My neighbor has it across the street, and hers is looking good. Mine's looking bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> so what can I do? <laughs> Nothing. No. Just wait? No, not not with Georgia. You just, uh, it starts growing mainly when it warms up a little Consistently. bit. Consistently, right. Uh, I wouldn't fertilize it. No, no, I, I cancel the fertilization. Uh, <laughs> it was, it's have, supposed to be. Uh, are you, have you got an automatic watering system? Yes. Okay. Have you been watered? No, I haven't. I had saws out to my house, and they told me I should not run my sprinklers from November to March. Right, right. So I have not been. Good girl. Because I called them out because I had a 500 and something dollar water bill. Hey, hey, hey. And I wow. live alone. And the thing said that I'd use like 5,600 gallons of water. That's impossible. You're making a lot of tea and coffee. Yeah, no. that's it. And then Are you selling it, apparently? Yes. Well, okay. So uh, wow. should just, I start watering patient. it now? Be patient. Yeah. Uh, we're in a dry. We're, we're dry now. Oh, my ground is cracking. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if, if you can water it. I watered a little bit. She cut back on the amount of time each section ran. Right. So, all right. I appreciate your information well, thank you for and thank I'm you. Sorry you're having trouble. Well, we'll get it straightened out. I have to be patient. I, I think it'll Georgia will come back. Okay. Thank you, sir. It's just yeah. slow. That was nice. They took care of you and helped you with that. All right. We're going to take a break and come back in a moment. You're listening you, to Milford. You see her grab that mic. She's brave. Usually, usually you send. Older ladies like that out of the nursery crying. Uh, she was brave. She didn't care. She Good grabbed that mic out of your head. Good for her. Start talking. She's right, we'll, she had things to do. Yeah, she was good. I gotta gotta find out. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll take a break and come back in a moment. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We'll find out what they were talking to Calvin about. Right after this on nine thirty a.m. This is the answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 in Boulevardy Road. And if I sound excited, it's because I am. Millburgers' big anniversary celebration is about to begin this Wednesday, and that means great savings and terrific events as Millburgers celebrates its 41st anniversary here in San Antonio. Okay, let's talk about the savings first, and I'll be honest with you. There are too many things and too many items on sale to talk about in just 60 seconds. So I'm going to suggest you go to millburgernursery.com to learn more. Millburgernursery.com. I can tell you about the upcoming event this Saturday over at the nursery. It's March 23rd 
from 10 to 2. If you want to grow roses in San Antonio, you talk to the experts, the San Antonio Rose Society, and they'll be at Millburgers answering your rose questions from 10 to 2. It's not a seminar. They'll be setting up a table, and you come up and ask any question you want about growing roses in San Antonio. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com and happy birthday, Millburgers. Walt Disney said, if you can dream it, you can achieve it. I'm Sonny Melendrez, and I've dreamed of a show that enlightens, inspires, and entertains. A dream come true. The all-new Sonny Melendrez Show, Sunday mornings at 11 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 9.30amtheanswer.com. Including Surveillance Solutions. Your home or business can get a state-of-the-art Surveillance Solutions security package that includes a 4K high-def color camera, 8-channel 4K network video recorder, monitors, installation, and more. Valued at $9,000 right now for only $5,000. Exclusively on the Marketplace page. At 930amtheanswer.com. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Stat. This is Larry Elder, and no matter what kind of plumbing problem you're experiencing, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics and their technicians have the skill set and dedication to bring your home back into ship-shape condition. And you'll love their flat-rate pricing for standard repairs. Call Dixie Bishop. She's passionate about serving you when you have a plumbing problem. Whether it's a water heater, water leak, or clogged drain line, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics respond to your emergency stat. God bless Texas and Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. And here's Dixie Bishop. At Texas Plumbing Diagnostics, we'll find your plumbing problem and we'll fix your problem. Call 210-698-9790 or find us at tpdtx.com for Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics, we respond to your emergency. If you're age 59 and a half or older with a 401k plan and still working, stop what you're doing and call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. There are benefits with age, and this is one of them. At 59 and a half, you're entitled to new opportunities in the investment world that can save you thousands in 401k fees and dramatically reduce your risk of a market correction. You've worked and saved, and now is the time to protect your retirement savings. Call Robin Hoppus at Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. The five years just before and after you retire are critical. Do not put yourself at risk. Robin and her team can show you how to secure your nest egg and ensure income streams for life. Call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000 for your free retirement readiness review. That number again is 210-373-6000 or go online to bigstatefinancial.com. That's bigstatefinancial.com. Hi, Doug Thornton with Mr. Electric. For your electrical concerns or to add lighting, ceiling fans, or anything else electrical, Mr. Electric, electricians you can trust for your home or business 24-7. Call Mr. Electric at 210-348-6000 or mrelectric.com. DECL 25300. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, we mentioned the blood drive that was uh, coming up on uh, March 30th here at Millburgers, and Charles uh, was apparently listening. Uh-oh. You told him the show was on from 2 to 4, didn't you? No, I'm teasing, so they couldn't listen to the show. That was a joke. Poor Jerry looked at me like, what? Uh, anyway, he's called and uh, told me that Millburgers is uh, stepping up. We mentioned that the blood supply was, blood supply was in uh, high demand. Uh, they need blood. 
and uh, Millburgers is stepping up and offering a twenty dollars gift certificate. Yeah. Uh, they're doubling it if you go through the process. So, wow, uh, that's yeah, very generous. Yep, well, they're, they're a generous company, good corporate citizens. Uh, they, yeah, they, they uh, are. They do a good job and uh, serve San Antonio uh, through the blood drives, through donations to the food bank, the Salvation Army, and, and much, much more. Uh, the scouting organization, that's just a few of the ones that Millburgers helps out. So that's a $20 gift certificate. Mark is on the line. Got a question about watering at 210-308-8867. Hey, Mark, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm doing very fine. I just Good. met a beautiful young lady talking about her zoysia, and that saws was out there. And this is Mark Peterson, by the way. Oh, hey, Mark Peterson. Okay. <laughs> uh, I have uh, just announced uh, on the website... I've been very unhappy with the amount of rainfall the latter part of February and first part of March. So I have announced that if it didn't rain by Friday, and it didn't, that everyone should charge their irrigation system and water a good half inch this week. Look at this guy. Man. (laughs) I didn't think anybody over there had the... Fingers enough to, <laughs> to type that. Yes, to type that. yes, that's what he meant to say. Yeah, <laughs> well, congratulations, yeah, Mark. I'm proud of you. Well, okay. Now I do have to admit, in my defense, that uh, we just stopped uh, for the most part winter averaging. So uh, you know, even if I told people to water, it wasn't going to be reflected on their sewer bill. So uh, oh, that's good. But uh, it was, you know, it hasn't rained. Uh, we've got some drizzles here um, the last month or so, but not good rain. So, uh, yeah, uh, the grass is uh, becoming less dormant, and we're fixing to get some good growth here. So might as well water in and, and get the trees and the grass uh, growing with the available water in the soil. Well, we're also... Uh this time of the year, Mark, we're always faced with uh, those folks that have winter grasses, we- weeds, the sustainable winter lawn that Jerry and I talk about. Uh. <laughs> it, you know, rescue grass and annual bluegrass, it's it's uh, turning color, and uh, a lot of people think about that in terms of their permanent grass and then are inclined to water or fertil- want to fertilize, but... Uh, the watering probably wouldn't hurt anything, but uh, they don't want to fertilize this early. No, definitely not. And Jerry was correct when they uh, would be talking about her zoysia. Um, it is extremely slow growing, and a lot of people want to fertilize it, but we don't fertilize until what, Jerry? Two mowings uh, in April? Right. Two, mo- two mowings of the real grass, not the weeds. The real- not the weeds, not the, not the rescue grass, not the poor <laughs> uh, So, yeah. Uh, a lot of people are new to San Antonio uh, and new to gardening. We talked about that at our spring bloom last week. Uh, so just want to tell everybody, yeah, that green grass in your yard is not your permanent grass. Right. But it's so pretty. That's your sustainable winter something. It is that lime green, just like St. Patrick's Day green. Oh, very good. 
Did you, uh, when you get a chance, Mark, look at the column uh, in the Express News. Uh, we talked about oak wilt and uh, oak leaves, of course, but oak wilt is a topic. And yeah, we mentioned. I'm, I'm on my way to, uh, to a restaurant, and I was listening to the, uh, the show, the program, and I said, oh, I better go get a newspaper so I could read your article. Yeah, because we... Uh, I don't know if you disagree with us, Mark, but we said that uh, uh, cornmeal is not going to cure uh, oak wilt. Do you? Do you Mark agree? didn't come right out and say it when he was substituting for you. <laughs> this, this he, he's trying to be diplomatic. Point. Mark? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what has happened to Mark? <laughs> and, and my standard line is I have not seen any empirical evidence. Oh, that cornmeal will be helpful. We don't need no stinking evidence. Have you seen any anecdotal evidence uh. that shows that it works? <laughs> I, I have heard anecdotal evidence. Yes, sir. Okay, heard, but not, not yeah. seen. <laughs> okay. Imagination is uh, oh. is pretty prominent. Yeah. Calvin and his experts. He's consulted. Jeez, so, they're so, so smug. Yeah, because so, <laughs> they've so studied that's, this. That's my official. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> that's I, your story. I, I okay. So spring bloom went well. The giveaway, spring bloom. It did. It did a wonderful event. Um, started off a little foolish, but uh, popped, uh, popped up. We got about about, about two thousand there this year. We had some wonderful speakers. We had Molly Keck, Anna Vogler, and uh, Bob Webster. Cool. Mm-hmm. Very good. Thanks, ma'am. Thank you for calling in on that. Uh, all right. Yeah, I know. I heard that real quickly and just want to say, yes, Mark has started recommending irrigation. So, okay. So if you're, everything is dying in your yard, you're giving them permission to do some water <laughs> irrigating. Huh? Release the hounds. I can't believe that. We need to have a little moisture in the ground to uh, assist the, the new leaves coming out on the trees in the ground. What is that uh, that uh, billing thing uh, that uh, that you don't water in the winter? Is that in March sometime, isn't it? Oh, the, yeah, you mean the sewer rain? Yeah. Friday. Yeah, pretty much oh, this Friday, so I'm good to go. Okay. Good. Thank you. Bye, Mark. Thanks for allowing me to talk. You take care, man. Always. <laughs> All right. Good information. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Yeah, we're, we're, we've got a break coming up in about four minutes, and then we'll get you caught up with the news, and then we'll talk about the upcoming Orchid Show with uh, Susan Coin, I think it's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, Susan will be on the air with us uh, talking about that. That's going to be an interesting thing. Uh, we mentioned uh, the blood drive, which was on the 30th. We mentioned the San Antonio Rose Society, which is here at Millburgers next week. Uh, and then uh, there will be a presentation on Sunday uh, on birds that Mary will uh, uh, be giving with Calvin. It's about the birds, and uh, <laughs> Calvin will be helping out in some way. 
Uh, Which Sunday is this? Thirty uh, first. <laughs> yeah. Thirty first. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> he had that look in his eye. I know. Okay. I know. <laughs> He's check. always. We're always the last to know. Well, you know, we <laughs> give you too much prep, you get nervous, right? I've got a quick question from uh, Neil Spear uh, uh, in his uh, today's call days uh, questions and answers. Somebody wrote in and said to have an eight-year-old Meyer lemon that has grown to be 10 feet tall. It has a scale outbreak for many of those years. For the, fir- for the first while, I was able to reach all the pets, pets. But, but now it's so tall and full of branches that I can't reach the trunk. Where, where scale is now, it covers the bark. What might I do? And Neil says, uh, horticulture oil sprayed during the winter will help. Well, I think horticulture oil sprayed during the summer will help. And you don't, you don't have to worry about uh, damaging the fruit or the blooms or anything. How about that uh, new growth? Yeah, that, those leaves, those well, it usually flushes new growth. So uh, after the flush, after the flush, if you were worried about the new growth, yeah, I don't know that there would affect the new growth, but I'm thinking of uh, of you know, freeze damaged mm-hmm. plants are just putting are they're blooming at the same time right. that they're putting on right. their uh, foliage, their new foliage too. But you can do that in the summer too. Okay, and just the tree is big and thick, so you just drench it. You just drench the tree. With that uh, horticultural oil. Which uh, is, in fact, an organic control. Yeah. Uh, the dead scales will not fall off, but they will become dry and flaky as they die. It suffocates them, Milton. Oh, no. it's, it's a slow death, Milton. No. It's so savage. Poor little guy. <laughs> Scale insects. Again, it's more circle of life. <laughs> yeah, we, boy, we're really getting that rubbed in our... No <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. So we've mentioned a lot of things that are going on beginning next uh, Wednesday with the anniversary kicking off. I'll also mention that to get all the information uh, on the activities, on the sale items, all that, uh, go to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com where you'll get all that information as to when the uh, all the, anything that's going on here at the nursery will be listed on that. There's all kinds of fun stuff. So go there to find out more. Our number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We'll be back in a moment with more of Millburgers Garden Breaking South Texas on The Answer. Stimulating talk. This is 930 AM. The Answer. Service of Salem Media Group. KLUP. Terrell Hills. San Antonio. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump has vetoed a congressional resolution that opposes his declaration of a national emergency at the southern border. Using the veto pen for the first time in his presidency, Donald Trump said Congress was reckless in rejecting his emergency declaration to secure more border wall money. Congress has the freedom to pass this resolution, and I have the duty 
to veto it, and I'm very proud to veto it. The president said he was elected because millions of Americans want border security, and he said the U.S. has to confront an invasion of drugs, guns, and people at the southern border. Greg Clugston, the White House. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says the U.S. expects North Korea's Kim Jong-un to live up to his promise to halt nuclear and missile activity. In Hanoi, on multiple occasions, he spoke directly to the president and made a commitment that he would not resume nuclear testing, nor would he resume missile testing. So that's Chairman Kim's word. Uh, We have every expectation that he will live up to that commitment. Pompeo responding to a North Korean statement that suggested Kim might end denuclearization talks. U.S. business groups encouraged by China's approval of a new law that loosens restrictions on foreign investment. Say that could help smooth the way to a new trade deal. China's ceremonial legislature passed a new law this week seeking to prevent Chinese officials from forcing U.S. and other foreign companies to turn over proprietary technology. That's been a key sticking point in the trade negotiations between the U.S. and China. U.S. companies have long complained that Chinese officials informally push them to turn over trade secrets in order to access China's market. And in some cases, U.S. businesses are required to form a joint venture with a Chinese partner and share technology. U.S. business groups say China now needs to publish regulations that would implement the new law. That is correspondent Ben Thomas. More on these stories at townhall.com. 9.30 a.m. The answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery. On 9.30 a.m. The answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls. On 9.30 a.m. The answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, <laughs> sitting on the porch here at Millburgers, watching everybody do some shopping and having a lot of fun here at the nursery. Uh, David Rodriguez did a great presentation. We've seen a lot of folks that are coming out with the uh, handouts that David had, and they're uh, touring the garden, looking for things to get after they talk to him about it. So that's great. We love that. And, tomatoes. Uh, yeah, lots and lots and lots and lots, and then lots, well, a few less lots. Have uh, you all tomatoes. noticed that citrus side? Well, it's been sold, I think. Oh, the one the that's citrus blooming? citrus in full bloom? Look at that. My little grapefruit. You see it, Kevin? Yeah. Okay. I have a little grapefruit that's in bloom. Really? Yeah. Are they supposed to be? Yeah. Oh, good. Till the squirrels get them? No. Oh, squirrels oh grapefruit? Won't, the squirrels won't dig up my, uh, <laughs> no, no, my no. citrus. Squirrels don't seem to be good. And citrus is low on their list, and grapefruit is at the bottom of the yeah, list. Yeah. Strawberries are oh. high on the list. Yeah, they, yeah. Don't, they don't get my citrus, them and the possums. Don't get my uh, citrus until they're really almost overripe. Hmm. And then they'll start taking them. 210-308-8867. While we wait for your call, we're gonna, we talked earlier about the upcoming Orchid Show. Susan is with us, and she's going to tell us all about it. And, Good for Susan. And get you encouraged about it. What's going on, Susan? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. You excited thank about you. the show coming up? I am, and thank you for letting me talk about it. Um, first of all, it's next weekend already. Can't believe it. It's finally here. Next weekend, Friday the 22nd. From 12 to 4, and on Saturday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., and on Sunday from 10 to 4. 
and there's going to be so many orchids. I mean, we had all that sunny weather there for a while, and a lot of people's orchids started blooming. And oh um, wow, it's going to be yeah, it's going to be great. Um, there's going to be raffles almost every 30 minutes for free prizes. Oh, and did I mention that getting into the show is free? There's no charge. Plenty of parking. It's at the garden center, which is the little building in the parking lot at the at the botanical garden. And um, admission is free. And uh, like I was saying, the um, raffles are almost every 30 minutes with prizes. You'll see a lot of orchids with uh, ribbons and trophies. It's going to be exciting for those of us that are entering our orchids. Are you and entering your orchids? <laughs> I haven't decided yet. Uh-oh. Uh, well, I look, yeah, I probably am. I have several in bloom, but some of them are pretty big, so it's an effort to haul them in. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, but I probably will. And um, we have Do, uh, Yeah. Uh, what what is when you when you enter an orchid into the show? Do you have to have a certain number of blooms open, or buds uh, swelling, or any 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 uh, any rules on that kind of thing? Well, there aren't rules on it, but it, you're likely to win a, a ribbon at least if you have a lot of blooms on your orchid. I mean, it is frustrating because plants have their own time frame. You know, you like I have several buds right now, but will they be fully open? I don't know. I know some of them will, but if some of them are, I'll bring it anyway because they'll probably open up during the day each day a little more and a little more. So, yeah, it's best to have a lot of blooms if you can, but you just have nature controls the hut. (laughs) Well, well, the thing about orchid blooms, uh, once once they open, they stay open for a long time. You're right. Months. I mean, it, yeah, it depends on the orchid. Like Phalaenopsis, yeah, they stay open for sometimes up to a year. You know, as each yeah. one drops off, sometimes a new one forms, and then they'll put out little branches, and it'll just keep going and going. Yeah. But we're going to have. Um, all different kinds of orchids. There'll be orchids that most people have never seen before because I think most people have just seen the kind of orchids that they see at the um, the general nurseries or at the big box stores. But we're going to have a lot of those really interesting, unusual things. And are you going to have fragrant? Are you going to have fragrant orchids? Oh yes. I mean, that's my favorite is fragrant orchids. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, my, my understanding, one of the, well, several of the goals is the, uh, you want folks that have thought about growing orchids, uh, but just never made the decision to come and see and then talk with the experts. And, uh, a lot of things have changed in growing orchids. And so they can learn that. Then the other thing is you're inviting everybody that, uh, to consider becoming part of the Alamo Orchid Society, right? Susan? We would, yeah, we would love people to come in, and the more they, if they're, if they're interested or if they just think they're interested, they need to come in and see that, and if they have um, orchids at home that they just 
don't know what to do with, they won't bloom, or they're looking a little um, poor, they can bring them in and we'll look at them and, and give them some advice on how to fix them up. And that brings to question, too, our next um, society meeting is going to be April 3rd at 7 p.m. That's always on a Wednesday evening at the Garden uh, Center. And we're going to have what we're labeling as the Distressed Plant Forum. So um, everybody, you know, even though we're an orc society, we don't always have perfect orchid neither. So we always have this Distressed Plant Forum once a year, and we bring in our plants that look kind of not so great, try to figure out why they won't bloom or what is the spot, etc. And so we'll have experts from within our society and we set up tables and you can just go walk around to any table and bring your plant and say, what's wrong with this plant? So... If, if Milton really went in there, he'd uh, have to have a really big <laughs> table, wouldn't yeah, he? You, you, <laughs> you'd hear me backing up the uh, truck, the moving van, into the... Into I'm, I'm going to answer 90% of your questions for you. Uh-oh. Now, don't... Oh, this is Why they won't bloom? Well, Why won't they bloom, Milton? Not enough light? Not enough light. Look at that. Milton answered 90% Woo-hoo. of the questions. Well, yeah, speaking of that... You guys, last time. <laughs> um, you know, I would. I'm going to give you four. Uh, yeah, about four tips here. Don't okay. Over water, they like a shower, not a bath. Increase the light, make it nice and bright, not direct light, but make it bright. If it's not blooming, then give it a light. Check your air movement because they like to to move around in the breeze a little bit. And then Google your type of orchid and look up what kind of care it needs and also the American Orchid Society is a great resource and they have a great re- uh, website that you can check so how often do you how often do you fertilize them well um, you if you weekly fertilize then you can fertilize um, every time you water if there you, you go yeah, if you don't have that together, then once a week with about um, half strength fertilizer. Okay. Yeah. That's simple. Mm-hmm. Now, do y'all do y'all still do y'all still plant in fir bark? Yeah, we use. Um, well, you know, everybody has their own special mix. You know, everybody's got the best one. <laughs> so uh, tra- <laughs> traditionally. It's always been a mixture of bark, perlite, and charcoal. And I still use that on a lot of my cattleyas, and it works great. And great. some orchids I put in moss, like bulbophyllums, they like a lot of water. It's almost like you can't overwater those. But um, so it just kind of depends on the type of orchid, but I think you're right. That's still the basic um, formula. Okay, good. Yeah. Very cool. Well, Susan, one more time, tell us uh, about the the event real quick and and where, when, and where to get more information. Okay. Well, this is called the Alamo Orchid Society um, Show, and it's at the San Diego Garden Center, or San Antonio, I'm sorry, I'm from San Diego, San Antonio Garden (laughs) Center, and that's at 3310 North New Braunfels Avenue, and that's in the... um, Botanical Gardens parking lot on the left-hand side, and there's plenty of parking, and that's free, too. Admission is free, 
So Friday, this Friday, we open at 12 noon, close at 4. Saturday, we open at 10, close at 6. Sunday, we open at 10, close at 4. Um, we have a lot of vendors. Um, for more information, we have a Facebook page, San Antonio Alamo Orchid Society. And the website is sanantonioalamoorchidsociety.com. So that's pretty easy. I want to mention um, that um, with our vendors, we have six orchid vendors, but we also have um, a succulent vendor who has a lot of exotic succulents, things that you don't see everywhere. And then we also have um, carnivoro, which is um, the kind of plants that eat insects. He's got a whole bunch of those. Very cool. The, I, always, uh, I always overfed my carnivorous plants. Oh, uh, it's nothing worse than a with, fat plant. Yeah, with meat, uh, hamburger meat. Mm. <laughs> and then work? they start begging. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. And every I time you're eating, saw, they're looking at you. <laughs> I saw a movie about that one. I oh, think yeah. so, yeah. The, <laughs> thanks, Susan. <laughs> okay, thank you very much, guys. Thank you, you for coming in. You take care. All right. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. What else you got going on over there? I was just reading through uh, digging, Calvin's digging now in the, in the paper. Yeah. And Calvin says, um, the last average freeze date is about mid-March in San Antonio, but freezes occasionally occur into early April. So keep your plant coverings and heat sources close at hand. I don't. Th- I think Kevin doesn't think uh, the warm weather is here to stay. Well, he's. Uh, <laughs> he was surprised. That's why we're by all that. wearing jackets and. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was and surprised by that last cold spell. <laughs> and then I then I remembered, and you and I talked a little bit about it. Was it two or three years ago when we had that April third or fourth yeah. freeze? Yeah, that was a serious cold weather. So you notice, David said they're planting tomatoes at the children's garden, but they're covering them. Yeah, immediately, and that's from top to bottom. And what are they covering them with? Insula- uh, insulate insulate or insulate. Okay. So you get the the light can get through, uh, and it protects them from the wind, and uh, what Jerry four or five degrees yeah cold them uh, doesn't uh, slow down the soil heating up, but that uh, that is not he talked about another strategy and that's uh, on the mulch. Uh, you might be better off. Uh, Waiting a little while on the mulch so that you don't uh, insulate the soil from warming up. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so if you got your live oak leaves, just put them in a pile there by, by the garden, and uh, about May first, go ahead and put the, put them down as the mulch to uh, put, uh, reduce evaporation and give you a good surface to walk on. Another thing you can do to heat up the soil at this time of the year. Uh, and also control the weeds is uh, put on a black plastic mulch uh, over over your bed. If you have raised, if you make raised beds, and uh, 
put that black plastic mulch over there, which will absorb the heat and uh, keep the weeds down. So, uh, uh, and then you put your you put your cages and and everything through that mulch and plant your tomatoes through that mulch, and then uh, uh, it it'll heat up under there when when we have these warmer days. Now, people always say, well, do I have to take it off later? No, you don't. Because usually the, uh, uh, it won't heat up. It'll decompose. It'll, it'll, shr- it'll start shredding uh, faster than it'll Plus your root system. Heat, heat. Your yeah. root system of your plants are going to be spread all through the, right. the soil. Here's, is that a cross vine over there, Jerry? Wait, coming yeah, this way? Cross vine, yeah, it looks like it. Where over by the uh, yeah the, in the wagon there? Where? That, what's what's it by? That an avocado going out yeah. blooming? Yeah, that, no that that that's a that's a cross vine right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about in front of the cross. Yeah, vine. cool. Uh, but I think the like the cross vine is a little behind, and the other one that the co- columbine is. is oh a, yeah, this is this year. Uh, I, I expect I usually expect the uh, hummingbirds to, that's where I see them on the cross vine or on uh, the columbine but uh, so do you still have columbine? I do have a few yeah alright but they're uh, not doing anything I mean they're <laughs> some foliage <laughs> but no foliage, bloom though. they'll come, or, come around hey James is on the line at 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 what's going on James? I just called to see if you got any tomatoes setting on you guys. Did it set? No, no. Any tomatoes setting on the tomatoes? Yeah. Any fruit? Yeah. No. Do you? Yeah, like I got I a few that are all over the place. But yeah, you know, they're potted up that are set. starting to bloom. Nothing set yet. I imagine the uh, pollinating insects uh, are. They're wind wind pollinated. The tomatoes are, but uh, uh, a lot of times the bees can hurry that along. But uh, it's it's a little cold for uh, it's a little cold for uh, setting fruit yet. Yeah, you raise those sides on the hoop house, and that wind out here is blowing. Jeez, man. Yeah. Blowing fifty miles an hour. We don't have to worry about wind, man. We can. We've got a good supply out here in the country. Oh, okay. <laughs> Need to harness that. Yeah, man. Turn it into something. Um, yeah. What, what do you? That that tuma, gorsh is actually a pumpkin. Is that right? What is it? Tatuma squash. Tatuma squash. me. Well, I, I don't know if it's classified no, as a I don't, pumpkin. I don't, yeah, well, it depends on the definition of a pumpkin. But yeah, that's you, true. We don't. Yeah, we generally don't think of it as a pumpkin. Although you, you know, it looks. I guess you're right when it's running twenty feet out there. Oh, and every, yeah. every foot there's a, a baseball or softball sized fruit. Mm-hmm. It has a little uh, resembles a pumpkin. Pumpkin, yeah. And they'll get big. Yeah. Like a pumpkin. Tatumas? Yeah. yeah. Let me ask What's you that, James? Sure. There. What's going on? What's that? I don't think of them. No. I 
When Wait, hang, hang on, hang on. We gotta be able to hear him. What, what's going on, James? Well, when the tatumis are about hardball size, they're harvested for a fresh squash, and when they're softball size, they're harvested for soups and stews. And then somebody told me when they get to pumpkin size and turn their mature color, they make candy out of them. Huh. So what, I don't what, know about that. that? <laughs> but uh, but always the recommendation is uh, harvest. Don't wait on harvesting because they're yeah. they're so productive get and they uh, of get large so fast. Ball. Yeah. Or baseball. Do you have any plants for sale at the nursery? That to me? No, not plants. Um, I don't know if we got seed. Or we not. usually get the seed, but I haven't seen it. Uh, is what? it on? Yeah. Oh, hey, and uh, this is Mary. I'm sorry. I know that that is one of the two squashes that are resistant to the vine borer here in town, and I have to use those, uh, butternut and tatumas. Yeah, and the... Uh, if, the three uses if there's are, no longer any on Milberger's rack there, the it's real easy to get it on the Internet. Yeah, it's usually botanical interest that comes up on the Internet, and that's what we do carry. For some reason, I don't have it at this time. Okay. Well, thanks, James. Wait a minute. I wanted to ask you oh. about fertilizing tomatoes. Okay. What kind Eat. of tomato? Fertilizing tomato. Oh. I got a one-gallon in one... 100-gallon injector in the greenhouse that uh, that runs uh, a gallon of fertilizer to 100 gallons of water. And I've been okay. using the Medina uh, Stewart's got a uh, liquid fish blend. And I've been using that right out of the bottle. Uh, takes about a quart or so of product to do about you know, 30 gallons of, of water in it. And I go down the rows, water the tomatoes, and then come back to rows with a, a fogget nozzle and spray the foliage down. And, man, you ought to see them babies grow. Now, you got them. Are they in the ground or in pots or what are they? They're in the ground, man, inside the hoop house. Oh, inside the house. Okay. The little good. You know, how we how we fix the hoops on the on the on the yeah yeah. That, Does it? Does it smell like a fish cleaning house? No. <laughs> it smells like a day at the beach. I just wanted to tell you yeah. about that. <laughs> that stuff right out of the bottle. You laugh now. I'm going to bring a tomato in in June. Uh, <laughs> right out of the bottle. It'll uh, it'll inject into those uh, those injectors. I haven't had any problems. And, boy, does it do a nice job of pepping them plants up. So That's good to know. Good deal. Put some put some air in the tire on the forklifts because I'm going to bring a tomato in in June. Man, that, all right. That he uh, he says that he threatens us with that every year, doesn't he, man? <laughs> we got that top tomato contest coming up. So. Yeah, I can't even do it. That's not fair. So yeah, you'll have to uh, enter your tomatoes in the the top tomato contest, James. I hope he's, I'll see he's you guys on it, by yeah. then. If the if the binds don't fall on me and and, and injure me in some way. Oh yeah. Lord! <laughs> Thank you, James. You take care. We'll talk Thanks. to you later. Bye, James. 
All right, we're going to take a break while we do. Or, Mary, did you have something you wanted to talk about? Oh, I just want to remind people that the children's class will be a different day this month. Uh, Instead of Saturday, we've made it Sunday because of other uh, conflicting programs coming. But it'll be after church, uh, 12.30. 30 to 130 the kids and it's on birds mitchell lake audubon's coming out oh okay. and we have a birdhouse for every kid really that wow yeah that signs up for it <coughs> but you wow. gotta sign up they right. get to paint it too yay all right well that one Do you they better... get the bird for no they have to they have to put it out for the bird oh okay i'm sure they'll move in quickly though well that's that's <laughs> so let me tell folks you need to call um 210-497-3760 to make your reservation, because uh, there will be that will be in high demand, and yeah, it's about you got to be four. signed up. Hurry okay, two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. What kind of house? Rent house? Uh, it, it looks like it could be big enough for a robin hole, but uh, any bird probably would love it. All right, thanks, Mary. Great, that's good to know. We'll take a break. Come back in a moment on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 in Boulevardy Road. And if I sound excited, it's because I am. Millburgers' big anniversary celebration is about to begin this Wednesday, and that means great savings and terrific events as Millburgers celebrates its 41st anniversary here in San Antonio. Okay, let's talk about the savings first, and I'll be honest with you. There are too many things and too many items on sale to talk about in just 60 seconds. So I'm going to suggest you go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more. MillburgerNursery.com. I can tell you about the upcoming event this Saturday over at the nursery. It's March 23rd from 10 to 2. If you want to grow roses in San Antonio, you talk to the experts, the San Antonio Rose Society, and they'll be at Millburgers answering your rose questions from 10 to 2. It's not a seminar. They'll be setting up a table, and you come up and ask any question you want about growing roses in San Antonio. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com and happy birthday, Millburgers! Need a break from the sound bites and the talking heads? Do you want information you can actually use? Information that'll change your life for the better? Then listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will show you how to retire in two to five years. Your age doesn't matter. Turn off the pundits and turn on the passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. The Dell Wamsley Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 AM, The Answer. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. Make 2019 the year you go to the Holy Land. Get complete details and sign up for Stand With Israel 2019 at 930amtheanswer.com. That's 930amtheanswer.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Gal Thomas. 
March 15th is known as the Ides of March, a phrase used by William Shakespeare in the dramatic moment when Brutus stabbed Julius Caesar on that day. That wasn't its initial meaning, you can look it up, but it serves for today's commentary. Beware the politician who promises you anything and everything for your vote but can't deliver. Politicians are robbing us of initiative, self-control, the notion of living within our means, and replacing all of these with a spirit of envy, greed, and entitlement. Too many envy what others make and wish to penalize those who make it. Then there's the notion that we are entitled to things and the government should provide for us. True, there is a role for government, but the founders wanted it limited in order that we might be unlimited in our pursuit of success, consistent with our talents and desire to work hard. In politics today, especially Democrat presidential candidates promise the moon, but can only deliver wood, hay, and stubble. Beware the politician on this day or any day who promises too much. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. All right, let's look, take a look at the uh, weather forecast since we were talking about what Calvin thought. He's out there looking at the certified butterfly garden, by the way. Uh, we'll tell you more when he comes back. Uh, this afternoon, cloudy with a high near 59 degrees. This is according to weather.gov. Uh Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 45. There you go. Partly sunny tomorrow. Good. That sun. We need that sun. High near 64, so it'll be really nice oh, tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Tall, hotter, uh, warmer yeah, tomorrow. about uh, 5, 6 degrees. Uh, it's mostly sunny uh, to mostly cloudy tomorrow night with a low around 45. Uh, then uh, sunny tomorrow, or sunny on Monday, high near 66. Uh, cloudy on Monday night, 47 for the low. Partly cloudy on Tuesday. Yeah, so I can kind of summarize this, I guess, too. It looks like uh, <laughs> the highs during most of the week are around the uh, upper 60s, lows in the uh, uh, mid to upper 40s. And then on Wednesday, 20% chance of showers. Wow. Yep. 20%? 20% chance of showers Thursday. They're really stepping out there. And 40% chance of showers and wow. thunderstorms. That's twice as much. On Friday with a high near 71. So uh, it sounds like it's going to be a, a pretty weak. Uh, yeah. So 210. Will be cloudy? Uh, yeah, partly cloudy. Well, Tuesday is mostly cloudy. Oh, no, in the evening's mostly cloudy. Okay. Partly sunny during the day. Okay. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Yep, Calvin's coming that. back. Yeah, absolutely. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, 866-308-8867. Remember, the San Antonio Rose Society will be here at Millburgers next Saturday. And they're going to be here from 10 to 2. And what they do is they set up shop and you just come. So like Mary was talking about the birding presentation with the folks at Mitchell Lake. That's actually from a, a begin time to an end time, from, uh, I think, 12.30 to 1.30. Uh, but the um, other uh, presentation with the Rose Society just starts at 10 and ends at 2, and you just come on out. So if you get here at 1.30 and you want to ask lots of questions, 
plenty of time. You just come and talk to the Rose Society, the Rosarians, and they'll help you out. Wow, that's a cute birdhouse. Yeah. <laughs> all you got to do is put a, a screw no, halfway no. in yeah, no. to hang and it. And they've got a hole big enough for Definitely big enough for a, a Carolina wren. Yeah. Now, of course, Mary mentioned a, a robin, but a robin doesn't usually nest in a the house. They'll, no. they'll nest on a platform, but... What about my sparrows? I hope it's big enough oh, for my it, sparrows. It, it is a probably big enough for a sparrow. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. yeah. They'll have fun, a good time putting yeah, those together. Yeah, so if you want to be a part of this uh, presentation on Sunday, the 31st, from 1230 to 130, every uh, child that signs up, so until it's full, is going to have a, get a house that they can paint themselves, a little birdhouse. It's about birding. So call 497-3760, 210-497-3760. Call Millburgers Nursery and uh, make your reservations uh, because it will fill up once uh, folks find out. One, it's a popular topic, and two, with a nice little giveaway, folks are going to sign up. Manny is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Manny, how can we help you on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas? A uh, question about string beans. About what? I've never string beans. String beans, okay. Yes, I've never grown string beans. I'm, I'm mostly tomatoes and okra. Uh, is that something I, that I could grow from seed or from a plant yes. that I can buy there from seed? Seed or uh, they may have plants, but it's one of the easiest to grow yeah, from yeah, seed. From seed. And and do you have uh, a recommendation on what what I should buy when I'm over there? The the. Uh, Seed packets. Oh, uh, uh, you want the you don't. Well, you you got a choice between the vining and the uh, clump, and that that's one of the few plants. The, the clump is almost as good as the vining. The vining's a little slow, maybe a little more productive. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what is that variety, Jerry? There's a couple of. Uh, well, one we used to plant uh, a green crop, and it's a green crop. Okay, green crop. I don't I don't know if they have it on the seed rack anymore, but uh, okay. it's a flat it's a flat uh, flat bean that resembles uh, Kentucky Wonder. That's Kentucky Wonder was the one I remember. And then there's tender uh, tender crop tender crop. There yeah, you go. Yeah, <laughs> it'll have the word. It'll have, it'll oh, all we word. can remember, yeah. all we can remember is the old stuff. <laughs> and they, at least one of those, I'll bet tender crops in there. Yeah. Uh, and they all are easy to grow. And, in fact, we're kind of at the magic time okay. to plant them now. Yeah. That's what I'll be there in a few hours. So the word crop will be on the, the, the packet, right? Right. Somewhere. Seed packet. The inside. And then I can uh, plant them kind of, kind of like alongside my tomato plants and stuff. Yeah. They, uh, they take a lot of, they'll take a lot of space. Don't underestimate the space. <laughs> Oh, okay. I got to remember that. Okay, I'll remember that. Especially if you're getting the vine versus the bush. Yeah. Now, even, oh, even if you if you plant them too close, they're still very productive. Yeah. So. Uh huh. But I. Uh, okay. It's a little harder to pick them when they're all. Have you got a small garden? Well, it's twenty by fifteen. Yeah, it's not bad. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not bad, a... and it's it's well tilled, well cultivated. You know, it's. I've, done it for many years. So. And get full sun. 
They, er, almost every one of the seeds c- comes up. The germination rate is he- is high. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try the, it. You I'm can soak the. Got, go ahead. I'm you sorry. Can, you can soak the seed overnight and make them okay. come up faster. That makes sense. Okay. Well, I'll let you know in a while how it turns out. Anyway, a quick thank you. I did the beets, and I could eat beets raw. First time I ever planted them this fall. I just get them, wash them off, and bite right into them. I got the beets? Very cool. Wow. They, I had a lot of trouble with beets this year. I finally got some, but not... When? How did you... Uh, you planted them in a row. Are they the red beets, or are they red different beets? colored beets? Red? Just all red beets. Uh, now, it's the first time I've done it, so I only had, like... Detroit? What's that red? Detroit? Yeah, red? Yeah. Yeah. I, don't even, I don't even know what kind. I had 15, yeah. 20 plants. They came up. Some of them were real small. A couple of them were uh, half of, well, almost fist size, half of a fist. And so that's... I just, I washed them off. And I, again, because that's, I, I like to eat that kind of stuff. I just kind of yeah. bit into it, and they were tender as heck and delicious. Good. Yeah, it's one of my well, favorite vegetables, too. I like the... The greens from the beets too, and and um, the the bottoms, yeah. Um, man, oh, cool. I'm a I'm Italian, and you I must have, you must green. have thin, you must have thinned them out to to grow that big. No, I didn't have that when they I came up. That, I didn't have that many. I only had ten or 15, 15 twelve of them, and, and okay. no, I didn't thin them out. And uh, uh, just going back to the greens. Uh, you know I ate the greens. <laughs> I, 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 I was I, I was going to say don't don't break Calvin's heart and tell yeah, him he threw the greens away. Yeah, I, I ate a bunch of the greens in, in a pot of lentils. Whoa! Again, I was on all lentils right. too. I, I'm talking about we're talking about food that again it's you could eat for free if 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 you know how to eat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's the truth. It's the truth. Yeah. Thank you well, if you if you spend a lot of if you concentrate on your garden, uh, and the timing, oh, yeah, yeah, you can do in our in our climate, you can do a pretty, pretty good job of having something, harvesting something okay. from the garden at all times. Let me let me ask you one more thing. Okay. Since I have you, I've always used you know I I built an irrigation system with those little tube things, and I decided this year that I don't want to use. It. And the reason I don't want to use it is I have, I changed my swimming pool into a koi pond. Okay? Okay. So what, you know, so when you backwash the koi pond, I decided I'm wasting a lot of water. So I'm going to build a PVC apparatus. Actually, I want to get some help to build it. So that when I backwash it, that I'm using... The water from the koi pond. There you go. Sound like milk. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. (laughs) I mean, give me a break. It's loaded with the best stuff in the world. Okay, I'll let you know how it turns out, man. Yeah, dude. Sounds good. Malcolm Beck Beck did that for years. Oh, yeah? uh, I I was talking to Delphine, his wife, Uh the other Uh day, and... uh, they raise a koi, koi, 
not yeah. koi. Yeah. Uh, no, that I'm talking about that koi. fish that you eat. Well, oh, you eat. Uh, I know that, which one you mean. T- uh, tilapia? T- really? Tilapia. tilapia. Oh. Yeah, I don't like tilapia. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and he uh, he would drain his well, yeah. uh, around his Why figs. Why not? Well, oh, I bet that. those figs like that. Yeah. It's good food for, for everything. Yeah. Okay, Sounds good. Thanks, it? sir. Can you take care, man. What's that? Thanks, Manny. You take care. All right. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM. The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 in Bolvary Road. And if I sound excited, it's because I am. Millburgers' big anniversary celebration is about to begin this Wednesday, and that means great savings and terrific events as Millburger celebrates its 41st anniversary here in San Antonio. Okay, let's talk about the savings first, and I'll be honest with you. There are too many things and too many items on sale to talk about in just 60 seconds. So I'm going to suggest you go to millburgernursery.com to learn more. Millburgernursery.com. I can tell you about the upcoming event this Saturday over at the nursery. It's March 23rd from 10 to 2. If you want to grow roses in San Antonio, you talk to the experts, the San Antonio Rose Society, and they'll be at Millburgers answering your rose questions from 10 to 2. It's not a seminar. They'll be setting up a table, and you come up and ask any question you want about growing roses in San Antonio. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com and happy birthday, Millburgers! Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013. Hi, this is Barry Hagendorf with Deccan Patio Care at 822-9147. For 23 years, I specialize in sealing all types of weather decks and patios, also creating the outside room, a combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors, flagstone patios, outside kitchens, outside fireplaces, and water features, hence the outside room. Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebblestone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. 
I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822-9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebble stone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the yellow pages, 822-9147. On Lock Hill, Selma is a wedding and event center called The Veranda, originally the home of Chester and Helen Slip. Another San Antonio story after this. Hi, I'm Shirley Smith, co-owner of Countywide Service Company. For a limited time, we're offering a free comfort evaluation. Countywide has partnered with Day and Night to provide the most reliable AC and heating service with constant comfort in Bear County. Whether a service call, system installation, or maintenance, Countywide and Day and Night are there for you. Receive a 20% discount on any option we recommend. Call Countywide Service at 210-732-9772. Licensed TACL. In the 1920s, the Slip Home was built by the same architect who designed the Medical Arts Building, now known as the Emily Morgan Hotel. The locals called the homemade stone the Castle on the Hill, which inspired the name of the new community incorporated in 1951, the City of Castle Hills. I'm Sonny Melendres. the label before? What's that? No, I'm, I'm, I'm sighing and rolling my eyes at the music. Oh. <laughs> this was for Manny. We got the beat. Oh. Oh, <laughs> Lord. I'm pretty sure Manny was with the Big Beat Council. Is that right? Yeah. You know you know when they call in. Well, Calvin plugs them all the time. Calvin oh, gosh, may be yeah. under, you know, he may be under the spell of Big Beat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he may be getting checks. No, beats are really popular now. Well, uh, high iron, they're superfood. Yeah, fiber, iron. You can't beat them. No! <laughs> <laughs> Heaven protect me. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Uh, let's, re- let's remind everybody, Milton, that uh, we're waiting for uh, uh, Trace so we could talk about the butterfly plants that yeah. are here. I haven't but, seen Trace. He is working. I've seen him. He's been yeah. walking back and yeah. forth helping customers. I hate that. I hate that when all these customers make it so he can't come do the radio. Yeah, I know it. But uh, we got uh, at least we see we see a large selection of uh, tropical milkweed here. We also see the mist flower, Greg's mist flower, that's right. starting starting to bloom. So, in fact, if you were getting a little nervous about uh, seeing the monarchs in your yard and your uh, uh, milkweed is not sprouting yet. Uh, I'm inclined I'm to, to get a few, few of the plants to put them around too, so that the, the monarchs, if they want to lay an egg, lay eggs, they can. It's nice looking plants. Yeah, those tropicals are slow to come back after a freeze. Yeah, and uh, the native is is slow this year too. Native native is slow to get established, in, and I'm sure they'll eventually come back but uh they they just got a mind of their own they'll uh, decide when it's appropriate based on the weather i guess anyhow uh, <laughs> the butter, butterflies are are everywhere and the uh uh we've seen we've seen uh, i've seen tiger swallowtails and uh, american beauty butterflies and of course the monarchs we've seen and lots of the uh, uh sulfurs are around uh, too so now that the martins are back oh yeah and uh blue bonnets are definitely back 
Yeah, if, there, if we don't have a significant rain, uh, we're going to have a short season. Oh. Well, it's not rain. The blue bonnets have to have water. Well, they keep talking about this could be one of the biggest blue bonnet seasons in a long time. And now it's going to It'll not- last for about four hours. <laughs> so you got to be out at just the right time. But, yeah, I see them all over town, and I swear, I think they're a deeper blue. Yeah. Do they seem that way to you? Well, it's cooler. Oh. So the colors last long. Oh, cool. Okay. The, uh, <laughs> during the drought. Yeah. Uh, when we had it several years ago. Don't, uh, say, don't, blue, bring, it, don't bring it back now. Yeah. The, the blue bonnets that came up and bloomed were at the side of the highways. Yeah. Because the dew accumulates on the highways. So they need water. They need water, especially See, out uh, out in uh, by the highways. Collection, a uh, collection system. Yeah. You see that in our residential streets, even you know when you got a high peak and then it goes out to the side of the road right there mm-hmm. at that, right on the edge is where the Bermuda grass gets the green as fastest and yeah. uh, your wildflowers too mm-hmm. respond. Uh, we water all all of our. Uh, all of our plants that we grow for the colors, yeah, we got white and red and purple and a few others. Uh, but we water those regularly. Those that are out in out in the uh, yeah, they're in raised beds, yeah, or in the field, plowed field. But. Uh, and that if you if you want them to grow nice, I mean big nice plants, you have to do that. Mm-hmm. Now we've got some that are not being watered. This, this year. is this is what happens when a horticulturist takes over taking care of wildflowers uh, ins- uh, instead of a naturalist. Uh, oh, you're maybe right about that. Yeah, yeah I, I could see. I bet they're in rows too, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, very neat and orderly rows. <laughs> How are the red and maroon blue bonnets doing? We, they, uh, the biggest planting that I've seen so far, uh, and they're watering it. Overhead, overhead irrigation, uh-huh. a farmer. Oh, okay. And uh, they look good. Where we're not watering, the plants are staying small and hadn't bloomed yet. Oh, wow. Okay. So they're they're still small, and. Uh, a lot, a lot of people that their blue bonnets came up late uh, are still seeing the little rosette plant. And uh, the farmer called me the other day and said, uh, "Hey, <laughs> there's a there's a bunch of little plants out there about the size of a teacup." And I said, "You settle down, son. They're gonna they're gonna bloom. They're watering them." But uh, they're going to bloom a little bit later. And there's rumors that people are seeing burnt orange blue bonnets out there? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You well, squashed well, that rumor really quick. The closest to burnt orange I've ever seen was in the whites. Really? And we're growing uh, several st- several places of uh, whites this year. Well, you so you have that... that uh Secret reserve of those colors, huh? Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've ever heard that before. Oh, is that right? I think he's. I've heard him deny that that, <laughs> that seed existed for, as far as he knows, for 
certain of the colors. Uh-huh. But well, we, every time we mark them, Can. an Aggie pulls them up, Dr. Stein. Uh, he, You know, he helps me cull, or he culls, uh, or rogues the fields. And uh, when we're in the whites, and I'll see one that, you know, kind of got that. The problem is, with burnt orange. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of problems. It's, it's what colors. <sighs> what colors do you mix to get burnt orange? Now, maroon, you mix blue and uh, red. Yeah. That oh, really? maroon. Okay. And, uh, but burnt orange... I don't know what. I, I was thinking, in other words, it's not. It doesn't occur in nature. Yeah. So we get we can't uh, pick it out of our our seed seed. Crop. I was thinking of uh, um, the tangerine beauty crossvine. That's yeah. It's kind of a sweet orange rather than. Mm-hmm. Do you think think the burnt orange is not? God just saved it for the sunset. <laughs> I. Uh, yeah, kind of going to sunset going down. Is that right? Uh, oh. No, just to just to remind you. Oh, okay. Uh, we've had two revelations today on this show. Yeah. Mark, Mark Black, Mark Mark, Mark Peterson. Peterson. <laughs> One revel- resolution. <laughs> yeah. Mark revelation is uh, Jerry has a bad memory. Mark uh, Mark Peterson said that we could water. He works for saws. Mark works for saws. They maybe, regulate the water. Maybe they're check checks monster something. Yeah. Like <laughs> so he said we could we could uh, water now. He said, "Let's see." He told everybody to water by the last Friday, I think. Yeah. Or yesterday. Uh, but Niels Perry. Uh oh. In his column, recommended glyphosate. Yeah. Did you see that? I thought he was m- more reasonable in his. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think. I uh, mean, he just came right out and said it, Milton. He usually beats around the bush. Well, he doesn't. What he doesn't oh, like is those uh, variations of of Roundup products. Right. Right. Yeah. Because I'm, uh, I'm with I'm with him on that. You got to be. I mean, you're supposed to read the label, but I mean, you got to study the label to make sure <laughs> that these added uh, uh, chemicals are are going to do what you want done. It's it was much easier to use the glyphosate, the, the uh, Roundup that just has that, that yeah, glyphosate right. in there. Uh, another another word: do what you want done and do it to the right plants. Uh, the question was, my new property has several oak trees surrounded by stone borders that are almost 10 feet in diameter. Weeds come up within the beds. I was told not to apply weed killers within the beds for fear of damaging the tree roots. Now, what's wrong with that? Uh, that uh, Most of the feeder roots... Of trees are way beyond 10 feet, I think. Uh, I was told not to use weed blocking fabric due to Texas drought. I don't want to hand pull the weeds again this year. What can I do? You can certainly apply. This is Neil's answer. 
Yeah. I got it in black and white here. You can certainly apply a glyphosate herbicide no, with no other ingredients around the tree trunks without fear of damaging the trees. Amen and amen. <laughs> He's right. I used to use it uh, effectively in my peach orchard. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, really? Wow. You know, the commercial people use it in peaches and pecans. Yeah, as long as you get your, you know, your... Keep sucker, it off the suck, leaves. You keep the, the suckers down and... Uh, yeah. You, you can get it on the bark, but uh, doesn't affect it. They are quite effective uh, in eliminating invading Bermuda grass. Yeah, that is the top. That, that, the, yeah, they do not penetrate the Johnson soil grass. to impact the plant's roots. Your only concern would be to keep the spray away from any green, no bark, tree trunk, tissues that might be exposed. And if you accidentally spray a, a leaf or something, if you'll immediately wash it off, uh, huh. It won't kill the. It and won't I, kill the tree. I've been oh like, oh, like my viburnum hedge. I'll, I'll just I'll pull. You know if I, I'll just pull the leaves right off. Yeah. If, if, you know. If yeah, I, yeah. If, if I've have any thought Absolutely. that it might be, might have uh, affected it. Now, I found with Roundup uh, that it's less. Inclined is less volatile than uh, certainly than uh, remedy. Oh yeah, remedy is you got to be real careful with that in in terms of the wind and everything. But but I but even even with uh, Roundup, you got to be careful with it. Yeah, round, Roundup does not do well killing woodies like like trees and vine. Uh, we we hinted at using Roundup uh, on uh, Asian jasmine to get the weeds out of there, and uh, it works. It works and done done damage to jasmine. I've tried to kill Asian jasmine with glyphosate Roundup, and couldn't do it. Mm. The only burn back I could get is on very new growth, very new growth, and uh, so. Uh, Glyphosate's a good product. Now I know a lot of people are shaking their heads out there, well, saying, "Oh, it's it's toxic." Well, you know, if the label does not say that you can use it on that on any plant, then you don't use it on any plant. You're right. Jerry's doing it for research. <laughs> Thank you, Gavin. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, but anyway, that's two two major revelations. Revelations right tonight. here today. You know what? We're going to have more revelations tomorrow, I bet. Really? Oh, I'm sure. I might do the revelations again tomorrow. Oh, okay. Well, then, well, are they still revelations if you do them again? <laughs> yeah. Okay. They're revelations. For that to... day. Okay. <laughs> I see. There you go. All right. We're going to begin to wrap up the show. Again, remember, uh, next Saturday we'll be uh, talking uh, about the San Antonio Rose Society because those Rosarians will be here at the nursery from 10 until 2. Uh, check out MillburgerNursery.com for more information on that and, of course, on the anniversary, uh, which starts on Wednesday. So we'll say goodbye for today. On behalf of the docs, thanks to Barry for doing a great job getting everything going and keeping us on the air. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. This is The Answer. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.